This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, an action. Got to wait for camera. Oh, sorry. I knew that. Camera's ready. In action. But you got to wait for sound too, Todd. <laughs> I knew that too. Sound speeding. And action. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! So I've been listening to you guys for years and I finally realized why I love it. It's the Jersey effect. You know how Omar talked about loving the Jersey Shore because it makes him feel better about himself? That's what you guys do to me. Thinking back to it, I uh, don't have bird issues. I always have great examples. Never gotten in the wrong car. And I'm not fat. Beard mug. Bye. I'm here with Alien Con Convention. I'm here with Alien... I'm here with Alien Con attendee. Here, Nelson. Nelson, do you believe in life out there? No. And now. I'm starting to feel like a corn dog at a hot dog party, and it ain't flattered, I'll tell you that. Our feature presentation. Good morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Wednesday morning, the 18th of July. Did I hear there was uh, some rain in the Southland this morning? I didn't see any. Yeah, not, not for me. Not where you are. <laughs> okay. Because I just wondered if we need to, you know, whip people into a needless frenzy. Oh, I don't think so. Get some, get some panic going or something yeah. here. I don't think so. It's pretty hot. Going to get pretty hotter. Oh, maybe thunderstorms, possibly. Oh, that'd be cool. I love thunderstorms right? so much. It would be nice if you got a bunch of rain and that just uh, packed a whole bunch of humidity right on top of that uh, heat. Well, I don't know that that's what we yeah, want. I don't Big, think good combination. Not Why? positive that's what we're looking Why? for. But, it, but, but, it, but isn't that what rain plus heat does? Is It just makes it real humid, right? For a, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also clears out the air and stuff grows. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's not humid very long. Right. I forgot about Why do you want bad things for us? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you want saying, bad things for us. I don't at all. No, I'm just saying there's a there's a balance. It's a very delicate mm. balance. And by the way, I just read an article. I don't have it up, and I didn't plan on talking about talking about it. But I just read an article this morning. Saw uh, an article this morning. Save for later. You, you know how uh, uh, temperatures all over the world are going I- insane. I mean, new records every day. There are new high temperature records that are being broken throughout the throughout the world. Right. And you can disagree on why that is, but there's no disagreement that it is happening. I saw an article this morning that India, it's getting so hot in India that human beings are not going to be able to survive living in those parts of the world within a few years. Oh, like wow. a lot of human beings in India. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And it's not the whole country. It's parts of India where the temperatures now are going to, are getting close to the point where People just can't survive it. I mean, you hear about hot days come along, and it's 120 or something in a lot of places around the world now, and it sucks, and obviously it's dangerous, and lots of people die from it, but it gets a couple more degrees beyond that, and you start to get to the point where people just can't, literally can't live in those parts of the world anymore. Isn't that shocking to think about? Yeah. I don't like it. And I don't like it, it at all. Is it the onion? 
What were you reading? It's no, no, this is this was a legitimate, uh, legitimate story. I mean, could you, would you live in a place where it was 125 degrees? No, I grew up in Phoenix. Ugh. That's that yeah. place. It's not. It's never. It's never. Literally, never been 125 degrees in Phoenix. That's though. ridiculous. Absolutely has. Yeah, I'll I'll bet you any amount it's of money. It's never that been 125. Sure. I will bet you any amount of money. I don't want to take that bet, but okay. I will say. Uh, I will pull say, up your onion article. Look at it. It's not the onion, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's ever been 125 in Phoenix. Right, well, well, okay. But, but what I do think is, I don't think people can survive living in some parts of the world, and it's frightening. Okay. That's, I guess that's what I'm saying. All right. 122 degrees in 1990. That's about oh. what I was thinking. That's mm. about that's the temperature. It? Yeah. Sorry. But it felt like 125. Right. <laughs> because. <laughs> of the dry heat. What? Right. Yeah. How much money would it have been if I'd taken the bet, Kevin? Oh, I wasn't going to do it. I was just hoping that you would back down. I see. Well, <laughs> looks like you played me like Putin, man. <laughs> anyway, so don't you mean do like that. Trump. Uh, right. Sure. No, like Putin. Like oh. Putin, he was the one who masterminded it ah, won. Gotcha. Okay, this is a bad start. <laughs> All right, let's start again. Okay. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's a brand new Kevin and Bean show. It's Wednesday morning, 18th of July. Sure is hot out, you guys. <laughs> All right, I here's the story. Here's the story I really wanted to bring you. And do we even have time now? Sure. Sure. Okay. What is, I'll ask each of you, what is your very first memory as a child? The very first thing you remember in your entire life when you really, really dig back deep, the earliest memory you have is what? Probably two, two and a half throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Joyner. (laughs) You guys started early, man. That's a lifelong feud. I think the first memory that I have is rolling down a grass field at the zoo, and I was just barely enough. Oh, for cheese? What? What? <laughs> a big contest that they have where there's a big wheel of cheese. I don't know the big wheel of cheese Did contest. Did I make that up in well, my I, head? I don't know. I'm just saying. There's a, like a big circle of cheese and all these people like roll down a big hill after it. I don't I swear uh, that's real. Okay, but I'm no, saying I, that's my, one of my earliest memories. I don't know about the cheese roll. Okay. It would be very weird to have that competition at a zoo, too, but, by the way. I'm also not positive how old I was. It's impossible right. to know. Well, do, do you think you were probably five or six, maybe? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I can remember about four-ish, three, four, riding big wheels in my backyard. And right. trying to go around my dog who wouldn't move because she was laying in the sun. Right. And then I kept trying to move, and then I'd put the brake on my big wheel, and it would skid. Those were good times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about how about you, little Chip? You got an early memory? Uh, I think just of playing with our family dog. We had a Doberman when I was four. Mm-hmm. I was four. With, okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that all of you guys chose you know, four or five somewhere in there because there are lots of people who claim that they have memories of when they were somewhere between one and two. Really? Mm-hmm. And scientists are saying no, sir. Scientists in a, in a recent survey they had uh, they did two thousand individuals claiming to have memories from age two or younger, and scientists concluded that those memories were. Well, let me back up one second and say, we always like to think of our brain as being a VCR. Even if you remember something in specific, explicit detail as happening a certain way, you're not accessing a part of your brain and replaying that. You're piecing it together from things that you may or may not remember correctly. I can guarantee that's true about me. Yeah. <laughs> so the scientists are saying that you cannot... Now, this will be very controversial for a lot of people who believe their early, early memories. They say that you cannot form memories before three and a half 
is what current scientists' scientific theory is. Okay. They said that the, they found that the memories of people who believe they remember things earlier are fictional patchworks based on fragments of early remembered experiences combined with facts derived from photos and family conversations. Why are so there such words, curmudgeons? Somebody well, says, hey, I remember those too. No! Right, you don't. But, but what they're saying, if they, if they dig into this, is you think you remember being in that stroller out in front of your grandma's house, but in reality, you saw a photo of that, and you incorporated mm. that into your brain as being part of your actually, actual memory. Okay. And I, I bet there are going to be a lot of people who are convinced. I saw, I can't, wish I remember who it was, I saw an interview with some famous person recently who said they had a memory of being 18 months old. And it struck- how did, but here's my question. How do you know that you were 18 how do you know how old months you were? old? I have that memory, and I don't know if I was four or six yeah. or ten. I don't know either. I, I don't 10. know. Pe- people you know, people dig in on their memories, that's hmm. for sure. But anyway, I just thought it was a super, uh, super interesting that, uh, that they are doing research on this, and I don't know how you would even prove that. I mean, if somebody said they remember something when they were two, like, I remember my two-year birthday party. How could you ever prove that they don't? I don't know how you figure that out, but scientists are saying you don't. Hmm. So, interesting, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just remember big wheels when you would put the brake on, there was this specific skid that it would do. Oh, sure. Those were good times. It was pretty sweet. Do kids still ride big wheels? I don't know. Oh, I hope they do. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Well, you have found my flabbergast button, and guess what? You've pressed it. Uh, we're going to talk about these uh, bird scooters. I don't know if you've seen them, but uh, there are three of them right out front of the uh, station today that are just laying there on the ground. Which is very convenient for the next person who needs a bird scooter, and there's one right there for him to grab and, and, and go on. Right. That's one of the views, sure. Mm-hmm. Dave put up a poll yesterday, and it was pretty even with people who love this, this technology being available in Southern California and people who hate it. So it'll be interesting to hear both sides of that. Uh, the Armenian comedian apparently did Africa while I was on vacation, and that sure that hurts did. me because uh, I need to hear it because I, I'm the one who truly loves Sam mm-hmm. full time. Mm-hmm. Bean comes around every once in a while. He loves, 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 and then hates, hates, hates. Right. Mm-hmm. Allie hates, hates, hates cause consistently. I didn't hate him as much. The really this for time? Africa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It was it was weird. I didn't know what I was feeling. It's gone now. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> you would shoot him if you saw him currently. I just can't wait for you to hear the conversation and the song, though, Kevin. Same. It's going to change your. Same. It's going to. You're going to break down your life to before and after you heard <laughs> Sam's version of Africa. <laughs> uh, before we went on vacation, we were talking about Omar going uh, camping, mm-hmm. and people were calling in with their horror stories about animals yeah. that they had to face in the wild, and apparently that happened to Omar. Uh, Omar went into this not knowing that bears come right up to campsites he had zero clue that he would maybe even spot an animal or any other animal right there's a place where animals are and then there's a place where you are insane (laughs) which is insane (laughs) so we're gonna find out about that today we've also got your passes for comic-con coming up this morning on the kevin and bean show we will take a break and come back with what's happening next the kevin and bean show the world famous k-rock hey ali Hey, Bean. What's happening? Well, I have a question for Kevin. What are those songs that you you sing real gently to babies? Lullabies? Very good. Why? Because- oh. <laughs> and now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. We found out that this happens a lot. There's, there's, there's like baby songs. It sounds <laughs> like baby songs. And there's... Were you searching Ooh. for the word lullabies when you said baby songs twice? Yes, I was. Okay. Yes, I was. <laughs> 
What that brought, was a moment with Kevin. What brought that up? Well, what brought that up was we were probably at that time discussing a contest that we do where we have songs that are usually done by rock bands, whoever, done as lullabies. Right. And Rockabye Baby is a company that does this from Beastie Boys, Blink-182, Depeche Mode, Johnny Cash. They turn those songs into these lovely, beautiful lullabies to play for your baby. Well, they're back with a new 13-song compilation of lullabies honoring female pop stars. It's called the Who Runs the World album. It's going to feature baby-friendly instrumental renditions of hits by Madonna, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Janet Jackson, and Beyonce. Okay. So, so I run out and get those? Run out and get it. I just wanted to hear you, you say baby to, songs yeah. a couple mm-hmm. times is all I wanted. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson. Remember mm-hmm. him? Sure. In the news a ton because he's dating Ariana Grande. Tell me they broke up. Please tell me they broke Grande. up. Living together with Ariana Please Grande. Please tell me they broke up after Ariana he got the Grande. tattoos. No. And why do you why? hate Bean love? Why? Bean hates love. Come, Come on, on, man. First of all, no one loves love more than I do. But second of all, because it would be hilarious to get a tattoo after dating somebody for a month and then immediately break up. That's it is why. the ultimate dumbass move. It well, is. It is. It is for sure. But he's but, been... Okay, what? go ahead. Go ahead. I just had a, I just had a, a quick aside, if okay. you don't mind. There were people in England, Kevin, who got England World Cup champion 2018 tattoos. Sweet. Smart. He- always heading smart. In, heading into the semifinals. Huge tattoos, yeah. like on their chest. Mm. I don't know why you would do that. I Ever. mean, as, as you could be a crazy fan, mm-hmm. but they're in the semifinals. There's still a lot of good teams left, and yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, maybe wait a week for that I tattoo. Love that. Maybe wait a week. All I right, I'm sorry it. to interrupt. What's going on with Pete? No problem. Um, well, he was caught in a little hullabaloo. On Instagram, because he posted a picture of his fiance Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande, wearing a necklace, and it's the one his father wore the day he died in the September 11th terror attacks in New York City. It's a FDNY badge that belonged to his father, Scott. Mm-hmm. And so people were looking at this going, hold on. You gave that same necklace to your last girlfriend, Cassie David. Is that right? And he had posted, she's the greatest person I know. I gave it to her because she has my heart, and that's the most precious thing I own. My dad would be so happy, and I love her so much. So then he repossessed it from the first one? Nope. Here's what he says. He said, it's so ridiculous that you guys think this. I didn't give that to my ex. Yes, she had one, but it was a replica. I had a bunch of replicas made. My sister and grandpa also have one. The one that Ari has is the one my dad actually died in. And the one I wore, and the one he wore for his entire career, the one I've worn for over 17 years, I've actually never taken it off other than for SNL and for work. So it means a lot to me. Hope this helps. Please learn to be nicer, not to assume the worst in people. It's a terrible way to live. Much love. That's the same necklace, right? I mean, I assume so. I mean, now he says it's the real one, and then it's the real one. And two relationships from now, he's going to go. Yeah, it was a fake. Everyone else Mm. has replicas. Yeah. If you were dating a man who said, "Hey, my father died when you were a kid. You 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 never met him and never will. Right. But I want you to wear this necklace that he wore Mm -hmm. around your neck. Wouldn't you say, "I'll be right back. Just give me a second. I'm going to go use the restroom, and then you climb right out the window." (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you say? You know what? I think it's more appropriate for you, his son, to wear it who knew him. It does seem odd. It's oh, well, too much. Uh, no, if you think about uh, even wedding rings that your grandmother has passed down, your mother passed down, that type of thing, a guy gives that to a woman, it's... I don't know. I don't. I think it's it's kind of lovely. It just means that he loves her that much. That something that means so much to him, he so, wants to see it reflected in her. So all of the other women, he didn't love that much. So he gave them his replicas. sister and who was the other one? Uh, my sister and grandpa didn't love them as much as he loves Ariana Grande. I don't know. I. I don't know. What could go wrong? That's a weird story. It's a little bit weird, right? Yep. Yeah. Not as weird as Meghan Markle's dad. Uh, more? I mean. There's still more? It's not going to stop, Kevin. Oh, and here's why. Dad wants some attention. And he told TMZ yesterday he's not going away until he gets it. Okay. He said he knows that his daughter and Prince Harry are upset about his recent paid interview with the son. But he just wants to be involved in their lives. So he's going to keep doing interviews All right. until they reach out to him. How long, and you probably know this Woo. better than we do, Bean, how long until the queen has him knocked off? Uh, the queen doesn't really assassinate people. I'm never right, but she gives the order. No. <laughs> how, how long until that? She doesn't kill people. Uh, right. That's, I'm not that, saying she does part of, I'm saying part she of the tells protocol. a guy and a guy does it. Yeah, she knows I, a guy that knows a guy. Right. I don't uh, I don't think that's what's going to happen here. But what is it he wants? Is he hoping that going to TMZ and doing another interview mm-hmm. is going to get his daughter to go, oh, I guess I was wrong about being mad at you for talking to the press. Right. He said, this is the quote, apparently that interview put the royal family in their silence mode. So I gave another interview to break the silence. All they have to do is speak to me. He's not getting it. No, he's not. He's not. Uh, maybe but, write a write a letter to your daughter and express uh, sorrow, mm-hmm. and 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 say, "Hey, I'm not going to do it anymore." But, but I miss you. Paid, and I love you. Does he get paid for that? No, he doesn't. Well, then no. Yeah, dude he, needs money. He seems like a real just opportunist, and it's he does. it's very very sad. And if I was her best friend, I'd say, listen, Megan, fly to see your father, have an in person chat with him. But if you feel and then the have need, taken out. Awesome. Right. I know a guy that knows it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, some birthdays for you guys. It's a big day. Bishop Briggs, Saul Canelo Alvarez, Richard Branson, Wendy Williams. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You done with that party? Yeah. Priyanka <laughs> Chopra, MIA, Chase Crawford, Kristen Bell, Steve Forbes, Vin Diesel, and System of a Down guitarist, and Scars on Broadway, Darren Malakian. 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 I'm sure it's one of those three. Darren M. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We're going to uh, unveil for Kevin and to anybody else listening who didn't hear it the first time around, the Armenian Comedian's cover version of Toto's Africa. I mean, and I think he was doing a cover version of Weezer's cover version of Africa. Well, he, mm-hmm. as, you'll, as you'll hear in the interview, he was very familiar with the uh, the Toto original. I see. As well. So he okay. was just doing Africa, and he had a very specific and a surprising reason why he was so into this song, too. Okay. So we'll bring you up to speed with that since Kevin missed the first time around. Coming up, first, though, the Kevin and Bean Afro line is on the air. I'm pretty sure I have the number right this time. 323 323- 520-AFRO. It's our voicemail 24-7. You call and leave us a message. Ellie, you still having problems with birds outside your house? Thank you for asking, of course. I used to be a little bird. 
called the Afro Lion, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, I don't hate it. <laughs> You're traumatizing her right now, Bean. Uh, Costco got rid of their Polish dogs. Yes. Whoa. Did you guys see it was, that? It was outrageous. Why, Costco? Why? Why would you get rid of the Polish dogs? God damn it. Boom! <laughs> A lot of people very upset by that. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Laker things are going to happen. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, LeBron James. It comes to the Lakers. He didn't pick the sorry-ass Clippers. I wish Dave could see that the Clippers never ran L-A-U-C. And then Laker things are happening because of LeBron James. Ooh, Clippers suck. <laughs> Dave talks a lot of smack and rarely knows what he's talking about. Rare. But he sure is on the Clipper bandwagon, and I don't understand that bandwagon at all. Is it a bandwagon, though, if you've been on it for decades? Uh, I think, a, actually, no. I think the bandwagon is if you join after they're successful. So maybe right. my use of it was wrong, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's somebody to call while high. Feel free to call when you're high because I, I'm very entertained by this. Just wanted to call and let you guys know that I'm rolling a blunt right now and a nug of weed, I swear, looks like a llama. Like, I want to take a picture of it because it's a little nug of weed, but the way that it's shaped with, like, the little stamp, <laughs> it looks like a llama. I might take a picture of it. I don't know yet, but I don't want to touch it. Oh, I hope she took that picture. <laughs> she was giving us an update on whether she took a picture or not. not I mean, sure. look, look, if Jesus could appear at a toilet bowl, there's no reason why a llama can't appear in your weed, ma'am. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, Kevin, I don't care what anybody says. You're sexy as hell. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. Finally, that's sure. been settled. Okay. Right, sure. Um, here's somebody that uh, joined the Zero Club and then had a question. Hey, so I just got to the gas station right after I joined the Zero Mile Club, and I was like, Oh, I should call the Afro line and uh, let them know what was going on. Uh, what was the number again, Kevin? I'm happy to say <laughs> not you. that this particular time, <laughs> it wasn't me but Bean. And now, a moment with Bean. 1-800-520-1018. You know, you're giving the wrong number. It's 323-520-1067. That's the number for the Kevin to Bean Afro line. What? No. Is that not right? Three two three five two zero AFRO. Yep, that's the number oh, for the Kevin yeah. Afro line. <laughs> Jesus, longest moment with ever. <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. I can't disagree with that guy. I am weak. <laughs> Ali, I love you. Um, I tried recording this previously, but it ran. It uh, cut me off. So I'll try to make it quick. But you know, I realize that I love you, Ali, and then I also love. You know, Blink-182, you know, they sound oh, no. so good, but I wonder if they rehearse. Do you, do you think they rehearse <laughs> when they perform? And I also wonder if they ever see, you know, an, an, infa- an infallible word of God or UFOs or, you know, a terror
It's weird to see people jump from, I'm not positive what the answer is. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast. And we're like, uh, it must be, you know, infallible word of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are Blink-182. Or, you know, uh, and terrorists. What are you doing? Like, but then it occurred to us. You know, situations or UFOs. Oh, I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different... It's unidentified. ...situations, which we (laughs) just thought, okay, you do... It must be alien. You go, no. The same old thing every time. It's just maybe a a question that we'll never know the answer to. Right? Wow. I'll tell you, my takeaway is you guys don't need me at all. Like, like, that's the show, as far as I'm concerned. I do love, though, Kevin, didn't mean to cut you off, that... I'm wasted in that. Kevin is sober. Ish? Ish. Okay. Never Let's mind. not get crazy. All right. 323520 uh, <laughs> <laughs> AFRO. Sure? 24 hours a day. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. All right. Weezer is back in a big way, Kevin, as you know, with yes. their uh, very surprise cover of Toto's 1982 hit, Africa. And and it's really brought them back. To, I mean, this is the first time they've been on the charts in years. It's a phenomenal, huge success for them. And didn't they do that because a 14-year-old girl in South Africa tweeted <laughs> yes. them or something? Like, Pretty much, yes, yeah. That's the reason why they did it? <laughs> yes. Which is so Weezer. I love it so much. I do, too. So I got to give Dave, our producer, the credit for this. He said, hey, I know another uh, musical genius who isn't as successful as he should be here in the 21st century. Maybe the same magic can strike twice. Let's get the Armenian comedian to record Africa as well. Genius. And bring him back, right? So, you were out. You missed it a couple of weeks ago. Maybe some of our listeners did too. So, that's the setup for our phone call to Sam as we prepare to world premiere his version of Africa. I think Sam joins us on the phone right now. Armenian comedian, how are you? Oh my God, <laughs> Sam! Turn down your radio. You're you're on the phone with us. Oh Sam. my God! Oh, for the love of God! I love it, Sam. Twenty five years we've been telling you turn down the radio, Sam. Sam, he's the best. Sam, <laughs> really? All right, it's going to catch up any any minute here. By the way, Kevin, you're not at all surprised to hear that's how the interview started, right? It's insane, because we have had him on, I don't know, hundreds of times? Yes. Every single time. We spell it out in detail. There's some delay. It'll screw you up. Turn down your radio. Right. Right, Every single time, and he doesn't. So, Omar's in with me. We finally get him on the phone. Sam? How are you? Yes. everybody. Yes, turn the radio off. You can't listen to the radio while you're talking to us on the radio. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'll go in the other room. Okay. Uh, Sam didn't know that until this. All right. So, Dave calls you and says he wants you to record a version of Africa, the Toto song. What did you think? Africa. I was born in Africa. Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, dude. Okay, all right, so it's appropriate. Okay, great. Did did you know yeah. the song, Sam? I've heard before, yes. Mm-hmm. A lot, lot. Okay. I've heard all the oldies all the time. All right, and what did you think about the idea to have you record it? It was got mysterious ways it works, Kevin and Bean. 
And I was born in Africa. I no, said, you, you oh, that, yeah, yeah, this is mine. All right, so Santa, as you can tell, guys, is very excited about this. How about he, that? And you know his level of confidence, Kevin, when he goes into the studio, Yeah, I right? also expected you to spend about 30 minutes explaining to him what that song was. So the fact that he knows it is, is great. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, you, you think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no? Let's find out. Now, Omar, in the studio that morning, explained how difficult it is to record Sam. When you've heard Armenian Committee music on our show before, for instance, I give you the... Uh, the uh, Armenian comedian and wing duet of the ACDC song, right? Which is phenomenal. Right. That took lightning, God bless him, like four hours to put together. It's I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable how bad Sam is. But Sam came into the studio that day just on fire, knowing that he could knock this song out of the park with very little help from Omar. Good. So I told myself this past Wednesday, I'm going to give myself two hours to record <laughs> a killer version of this song. <laughs> I have the original track laid down and I have a karaoke bed right there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take Take it phrase by phrase so we get everything right on time or as close to it as we can. Okay. Then kind of dump it into the computer and then adjust it. All right. Okay. Easy. So we start recording the first phrase mm-hmm. and it goes fine. I'm thinking, wow, this is not going to take as long as I thought. Right. Then Sam starts throwing a fit. Oh, no. He's like, hey, man, I know the song. We could just do it in one take. Just giving me all kinds of attitude. Hey, listen. I know the song, I I can do it, and I figured it in one take. Didn't I, or what? Tell me. Okay, well, we're going to world premiere it, Sam. And guys, um, you guys just let us know how far into the song we can get through. I don't think I like your attitude, Omar. You're a producer. He's <laughs> an artist. Okay? Right? He's oh an artist. God. you, you got to yield to the talent sometimes, you got to follow Omar. his lead a little bit. You know? All right. So having said all that, are we ready, Kevin, for yes, the world please. premiere for your ears of Sam's uh, Africa? Here we go. Can't wait. <laughs> I dressed the rain down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do this. I dressed out in the Solitary company. Your early thoughts, Kevin. <laughs> wow. Um, first of all, he usually he's working in some correct words in there. A few, yeah. Which uh-huh. shocks me. Uh-huh. Most not correct. Right. Most not right. correct. But a few. And he couldn't be more not on the beat Correct. either, by the way. Right. Like, it's all over the place. He was so, so I... insulted when Omar suggested they do a couple of takes. Right. So uh, that's about as much as we played. But oh. we, do, we do go back to Sam right at the end here. And I think you'll enjoy what he has to say for us. I know that I want us to Okay. I think that's funny. I think that's... Uh, what song is Sam singing? I don't know, man. That's Sam, where I was so frustrated. Sam, you weren't anywhere near in time with the music. Okay. Oh, he's listening to himself on the radio. God damn it. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sam. <laughs> Just, all right, just keep doing what you're doing, Sam. I love Sam so much. 
There you go, Bean, ladies and gentlemen. Bean usually doesn't text me while I'm on vacation, but I was on vacation that day, and he texts me. He's like, Sam was magic. <laughs> I love it. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, former, uh, well, current, I guess, Kevin Bean hip-hop correspondent, yep. a gallery owner, author, podcaster, writer, producer. He does it all. Rapper, of course. Are you, are you heading down to Comic-Con? That seems like it would be your scene. Uh, no, that has too many people, but I appreciate yes. you thinking that I don't have social anxiety. <laughs> but, yeah. I uh, hear you on that, my yeah. friend. I'll I hear be there you on spirit. that. I'll be there in spirit. You'll smell me amongst all the other nerds, but I won't be there. You have been tweeting and podcasting about something that you are very fired up about lately, and I think this is going to this is going to split our audience in half. I really do think you're tearing us apart, Lisa. What's going on, Jensen? I, I am here for uh, one reason alone. Okay. And that reason is we need to stop these bird scooters. Now, explain for people who haven't seen this what bird scooters are and the process by which you Yes. Here's get the them. thing. There are three companies, but we're going to focus mostly on bird. But there's bird, lime, and spin. Number one, those sound like Miami clubs, okay. which I'm already mad at. <laughs> but two, these are like razor scooters, mm-hmm. basically, kind of uh, two wheel, one kind of skateboard with a stick, mm-hmm. right? Right. And they have uh, motorized engines, and they can go up to 15 miles per hour. Ooh. Now, you can rent them with a credit card and driver's license just by using an app. You pay a dollar to get the rental, and then it's uh, 15 cents per mile. Okay. okay. That and then, sounds pretty cool, doesn't yeah, it? Right, it's all great, great so far. Yeah, if you want to look like a very cool Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> I have a way for you to do it. It's called Bird. Now, here's a couple of the problems. One, you are not supposed to ride it on the sidewalk, which would mm-hmm. technically, mentally, be the easiest way. We'd be like, oh, that makes sense. I can get from A to B. Sure. No, you have to drive them in the streets. Oh, good. Ooh. That's a terrible idea. I've never, yeah. I've never looked on an L.A. street and said, <laughs> you know what we need more of? Wheels. <laughs> like, no one's ever said that. <laughs> Two, you need also, here's the other thing that's crazy. So you use it, then you just drop it anywhere. So when you're done with it, yes. you literally just wherever you are, just drop it off. You could just, no. you could ride it, you could ride it, stop somewhere and just throw it in the street. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, like literally, they don't give you any parameter as to where to drop it off. So you can be walking down Melrose or down Santa Monica Boulevard, uh, all these different places, and there will just be littered scooters everywhere. That's well, I've seen uh, pictures in China of what look like mountains of scooters in certain locations around their big cities. Uh, yes, and we all know that they don't have any sort of overpopulation right. issues mm-hmm. with bikes or scooters. I mean, clearly their roads must be very free and open, <laughs> and that's something we should strive for. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Yes. Have you ever ridden one? I have ridden one. Uh, it's Pretty sweet. 
What? What are you, 12? Pretty sweet. Well, I this mean, is, uh, this yeah. is Kevin. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I get it. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Listen, I have... There was three of them in front of the station today, so we, I, I saw. had Ruben, our phone screener, we had him get the app, and so mm-hmm. we've been using it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know what's sweet? Also putting streamers on the sides of your bike and just being like, ring, ring, and just driving around the city asking where your mom is. I, 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 what about I, helmets, though? It, Shouldn't you yes. have a helmet? So Bird will send you a free helmet because you have to wear one, but that's also, I mean, like, is there a way to look less cool? Yeah, we got it for you. It's helmets. Uh, also, like, this is all in line with what's going on in our nation. Like, the world is collapsing, and these bird scooters are the locusts. Are they? Oh, yeah, wow. Like, wow. These are swarming. These are the things okay. that are the sign of the final apocalypse. Wow, I didn't realize right, they were me, that bad. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me jump it. in and play devil's advocate for just a moment. Okay. I, have not, I have not ridden a scooter, but I can imagine a scenario where I'm with my family, and I'm in Santa Monica, say, and mm-hmm. I need to go 10 blocks, and it's hot. And yeah. that's a long-ass way to walk. Yeah. What's the downside of me jumping on a scooter, spending eight minutes to get the 10 blocks, dropping it off, and going about my day? I'm not hurting anybody, right? As long as I'm safe, I don't run into somebody. I mean, listen. How am I a bad guy? Just because you're not hurting somebody doesn't mean that I won't hate it. Uh, <laughs> that is a guarantee. <laughs> Two, if you're in Venice Beach or wherever you are and you're having a beautiful beach day, we got those weird rentals on tandem bikes or whatever it is. Like, I don't need them everywhere. Like, if we lessen them up, maybe I'll feel okay. But you can't go 10 feet on Beverly Boulevard right now. Right. Without seeing three lined up in a row, because that's the way they're dropped off after being charged. Like, this is just too much. Does it seem like there's no plan whatsoever as far as distribution? There's no just, plan for anything. Just for anything. Yeah, I mean, if there was any sort of plan for when you were done with it, that would also feel good. But instead, just drop it anywhere. Come into my house and drop it in front of my television. But I'm saying that worked out in our favor this morning, as there were three right out in front. I mean, I was so excited. Whose favor? Mine. I mean, listen, no one is dropping by K-Rock. You guys clearly are in the middle of a swamp. Everyone knows that. <laughs> right? no no one is going to come over here to pick it up and then be like, you know what I need to do? I need to go over to that old Toys R Us. It's not even open. You guys aren't in the middle of a space. I mean, this is crazy. This right, makes so, no sense. So it's dangerous and it's litter. That sounds like two of your complaints. Yeah, two of them. I have many more. The other idea is people are like, oh, people who can't afford cars. You need to have a credit card. You need to have a driver's license. Right. Also, Bird is uh, uh, now being uh, uh, valued at over $2 billion, this company. Oh, my goodness. What? They've become an actual lobbying company here in California, they are fighting to make it 20 miles per hour, because right now you can only go 15. Let me tell you, going 15 is a little scary. Yeah, they're, going, they're saying to go 20, <laughs> so you tell me which 16-year-old you want driving down Melrose going 20 oh. miles per hour on a scooter. Mm-mm. Right, and, but a person that's a good driver like me, yeah, let's, good, let's, all good with, right? I'd rather you have a big piece of metal driving down 405. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused as to how you get the helmet. They, they send it to you. Like in the you mail? You ask for it, yeah, it's like a free helmet. If you so wanna, if like, you know you're going to use it a lot, okay. you ask them to send you a helmet and then they mail it to you? Yeah, the helmet's That's like the a... strangest business proposition ever. Right. Absolutely. The helmet's like a scarlet letter to show you're a virgin. You know what I mean? Like, I have an actual official bird helmet. Uh, love me. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, that's the voice of Jensen Carp here on The Kevin Bean Show. We're talking about the very controversial bird scooters. We are inviting your phone calls at 1-800-520-1067. Jennifer is ahead of the curve. She's already oh. on the line from Sherman Oaks Line 2. Let's see what Jennifer has to say. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, guys. I loathe. All right, but have you ridden one? I have once. And that didn't turn but you around? What is your heart made out of stone? didn't. What's your, what's your, what's your complaint? What's your complaint, Jen? So I work in Westwood, and I work in the medical community. And mm-hmm. if I have one more college student zip by taking a selfie... While riding a, a motorized scooter, sounds safe. Sounds safe. Car accident and running into me, I'm gonna have to punch someone in the face. 
If you're taking a selfie on one of them, you should just combust. That's just yeah. that's too yeah. much too much douchery. It should be lost. Yeah. <laughs> The truth of that is, is I, I'm of torn mind there because on one hand, I really hate it, and on the other, I feel like it's Darwinism at its best too. <laughs> oh, so, the, right. so the people who are tape, taking selfies aren't going to be paying attention anyway, and they're going to just, you know, thin the herd. It is the worst. Gotcha. Okay, let me ask you one more quick question, Jennifer. And thank you so much for listening in for calling. Do you have any animosity toward bicyclists? Is that the same for you, or is birds very different from bicycles? I feel like bicyclists bikes. Bike riders can be slightly more aware, but there's some of those that can also be equally jerks. So it just depends more on how self-aware somebody is when using okay. alternative. Okay, if you're counting on self-awareness, we got a real issue. Yeah. Especially in L.A. <laughs> I was going to say, we're in Los Angeles, everyone. All That's right. Concerning. Great call. Thank you very much. 1-800-520-1067. We want you to weigh in on the bird scooters. You think we can find some people who love them, by the way? I oh, love yes. them. I'm uh, telling you right now. I'm standing right here. I love them. I don't know if we'll find anyone now. <laughs> yeah, there may not be thing. anybody out there. I'm saying I love it. I, want, so. I do want to, to give a suggestion to mm-hmm. everyone who's listening who hates them. Okay. okay. On social media, I'm I'm asking for something. Okay. Oh. If you see them standing up in your area, mm-hmm. just take your social media, take a video, and just kick it over. Just walk over <laughs> and, and knock them over. And if you can get a domino effect, that's like a dream. Okay. That's like a 10, <laughs> get extra points. That's like a 10 from the Russian judge. Is, should there be a hashtag for you? It's just hashtag scoot it. S-C-O-O-T-I-T. <laughs> and you just go up and you just kick it. Or I, I'm not saying even damage it. Maybe you just bump into it. But the point is, they should be on the floor. They uh, Knock them down. Okay. okay. Wow. Right. You've given this a lot of thought. So yep. 1-800-520-1067. <laughs> Your calls on the Bird Scooters next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Uh, let's make it Christine, who is calling us from Marina Del Rey. Hi, Christine. Hi. Yes, I'm calling in about the birds because my dog hates them. Therefore, I hate them, too. Your dog hates bird scooters. Yes. He is an 80-pound dog, and he tries to attack every single one that goes by. That sounds like an owner it's- issue to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am not the only one. I see all the other dogs on their walks because they're always on the sidewalk. Going back to to what you guys were saying, they're never on the road. Okay, now so let me ask, because have- uh, let me uh, thank you very much for that. It's a great point, and I want to ask Jensen because yeah. you've done the research on this. Yes. You're, the, when you rent a bird, a bird scooter, they tell you... You're not allowed to ride on the sidewalk, right? Correct. They say they, I, you have to I, ride but, in a bike lane. But there's no enforcement, obviously. Anyone can take it. They can ride it on a lawn if they want to. No one's there to stop yeah, them. Yeah, they what, don't stop the bike. Yeah, absolutely. What, no. what percentage of people do you think are taking them on the sidewalks? I have only seen 100%. I have not I would, seen anyone I would think in the so, streets. too, because going out in the streets the worst possible idea. Yeah, it's not I'm Mario not... Kart. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we can't just drive with uh, with cars. No, it's they don't be completely unsafe. <laughs> this, uh, this article, there's an article that's going around. I think it might be the LA Times. Uh, yeah, LA Times, it just has uh, a count of accident after accident after well, accident. Those are people who don't know how to ride. People, no, no, people getting hit, pedestrians getting hit on sidewalks and falling down and breaking their arms. Well, they need stuff. to get out of the way. <laughs> You're Kevin's the worst. got an excuse for everything. The By the way, worst. I just realized bird rhymes with nerd. How did I make that joke earlier? <laughs> Back to the topic, these bird scooters. Uh, Francisco writes in from the 323, Dear Kevin and Bean. I deliver in Marina Del Rey, and I see them all the time, but I hate that people drop them off in the most random places. In the alleys, they block emergency doorways from apartment complexes. They block gates so that when I have to deliver stuff, I have to constantly be moving around them. 
But they are fun. Right. No, come on. Yes, right. It comes to the correct conclusion. Oh, that is awful. So you can say the same thing about cigarettes, guys. Bad for you, but you look cool. You look like a Sam Jackson character. All right. Now, this is interesting. San Francisco. Let's go to Alyssa Line 2, please, L.A. San Francisco has been, am I right, Jensen, a little bit ahead of L.A.? Didn't they get them kind of before we did? Well, Venice, actually, technically, I am first. But but obviously, because okay. of Silicon Valley, yes, San Francisco's okay. got them a lot, yeah. Well, let's find out what may be coming our way. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. Hey, uh, so yeah, not only do I just hate how they are just being piled up outside of my work, Mm -hmm. um, but a while ago, before they became big here, my boyfriend who lives in San Francisco was telling me what was going on there. Um, People were just getting so frustrated with them piling up on the streets that they were literally throwing them into the ocean. Oh, nice. um, Into the bay. Uh, They were being found in trees. They were being, like, dismantled and thrown off the bridge. It was such a huge problem that they found. But, Alyssa, let me ask you a question. Have you ridden one? Yeah. Uh, I have not. Oh, no. so fun. You should try it. <laughs> um, thank you for the call on that. Jensen, what happens if somebody destroys uh, one of these scooters kind of on your watch? I'm sure it's a, a personal liability uh, that you could probably get in trouble for. But again, I'm not saying to put it in a tree or in a bay. I'm just mm. saying hashtag scoot it and just <laughs> okay. kick, kick it over, video it and kick it over and send right. it to us at Kevin and Bean. That's all. <laughs> all right. Big deal. Let's, let's try uh, Kevin, shaky name, line one, Temple City, up next on the Kevin and Bean show. I think he, I think he's, we've turned him around. I think he now likes the bird uh, scooters. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Talking about bird scooters. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's stupid, but uh, I think <laughs> I'm going to load up like 50 to 100 of them in a pickup truck and just litter them on City Hall. Not Show a bad idea. Feels. You know what? Okay. That's hashtag scooted. I'll accept. They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably don't even notice it. So, Kevin, have you tried one? Um, I have not. See, I'm not gonna... see, that's yeah, the issue okay. right there. All right, let's go to Benny Line Six, Kevin. He's your people. He has tried it, and he legitimately loves it. Right, because to try it is to love it. Bean. Hey, Benny. Ben- yeah, Benny. So, yeah, my my me and my buddy were were you know drinking one night and uh, we found right. some and had a great time on the road. Oh uh, yeah, I was surprised because he's super uncoordinated. Um, just had a blast. And the next morning I saw that the city of San Francisco was picking them all up and saying they were illegally parked everywhere. Oh, is okay. that right? So just to, uh, so we keep score here, uh, everyone doesn't like it mm-hmm. except for someone who just called in and says he loves drinking and driving. With right. It. right. So yeah, absolutely. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin four wheels. It's, it's two wheels. I don't know if it's a difference. They're yeah. Really drunk is better. No, you're right. You could do it drunk. Please yeah. go into the bike lane. <laughs> Motor- and just... Motorcycles. You can't hey, drunk. drunk. I said drunk drinking. Come on. Drinking. Right. He didn't say drunk. It's not a problem. I don't want Benny yeah. on my side. Is that cool? Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, I like the argument that you're saying, like, oh, it's, it's bad, but have you tried it? Right. Also, you know what's like that also? Heroin. I'm sure heroin is great. I'm not going to try it to know. Jensen, can you get, is this, uh, just as an aside, can you make money by charging these bird scooters? I mean, I don't want to really praise it, but I guess I have to. It's like real-life Pokemon in a sense that at the end of the day, when they're dropped off on Melrose or whatever in front of K-Rock, you can then pick them up and then take them home mm-hmm. and charge them and get paid to charge them. So basically you use the app, they tell you where there are uncharged bikes, and then you pick them up, take them home, take three at a time basically, 
and then put them back out into the wild together at designated spaces, and they just put money into your account. And they use terrible puns like leave it at a nest or go bird hunting, which I also hate puns. Oh, agreed. (laughs) Oh, no, Judson hates puns. Agreed. I mean, I like puns. I like puns, but not when it it involves my safety and a drunk guy being like, I like these scooters. (laughs) All right, I can see you're undecided. We're going to have to leave it there, but thank you very much for the calls. Uh, Judson, before we say goodbye to you, we're going to see some of your handiwork on the TV tonight. That's right. Uh, The ESPYs, the only the funny parts I wrote uh, (laughs) tonight, it's 8 p.m. on ABC. Uh, you'll see Danica Patrick hosting. I wrote all the funny stuff. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for coming in. Great to see you again. Hashtag scoot it. Kick them over. Video it. Send it to me. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. When I say it's possible that the last Comic-Con game that we did with Title Fight may have been the worst contestants that we've ever had. Ever. Correct? Yes. Ever. Okay. Allie, you were uh, legitimately furious, weren't you? I, I cussed on the air. Without, it didn't even occur to me that I was doing it. I sure did. So the game is a title fight. The topic is comic book movies. The prize is a one-day pass to San Diego's Comic-Con at Convention Center this weekend. By the way, quick reminder, Kevin Bean Show broadcasting live from the House of Blues in San Diego tomorrow and Friday. So much good stuff happening as there is every year at Comic-Con, including this year the uh, 10-year anniversary of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I guess that means uh, was Iron Man the first one, you guys? Yeah. Is that the kickoff of this uh, the MCU? So it's been 10 years since the first Iron Man. Also, they'll be celebrating 25 years of the X-Files. They got 50 years of 2001 A Space Odyssey and so much more. Uh, so let's hit the big intro and then we'll explain to our contestants how to win Title Fight. Presenting Kevin and Bean's Title Fight. Two people enter the ring. Only one leaves with the tickets. Let's get ready to Comic-Con. <laughs> Let's meet Karina, line one. She's in Los Angeles, our first contestant. Hey, Karina. Oh. Hi there. Hey, hey. Have you heard Title Fight before on the Kevin and Bean Show? I have, yes. Okay, good. So you know how it works. You get to pick either Dave or Allie as your partner. They're going to try to get you to come up with the names, as many as you can, in 45 seconds of comic book movies. There are five is what you're shooting for. They can't use any of the major words in that title. They can't describe the movie. They just have to get you to come up with the title. If you don't know one, be sure to pass and then move on and then come back to it at the end if you still have time. Do you have any questions? Um, No. Got it. All right. Who are you going to be playing with today? I'm going to go with my girl, Allie. All right. Good choice. Very smart. Good choice. Very smart. Most (laughs) of the time you win if you go with Allie. All right. 45 (laughs) seconds on the clock. Comic book movies is what she's trying to get you to say. Good luck, Karina. Go. Thank you. All right. This is something that you commit. Adultery is one. Uh, Murder is one. Uh, Pass. Okay. uh, This is an arachnid. It crawls. Yes. Uh, this is something that's great. And then the number that's after three. Um, fantastic Four. Yes. Uh, opposite of woman is a? Male. Man. Man. Yes. And then this is like a metal. Iron Man. No. Uh, man is the first word. And then uh, a metal. A type of metal. Man of Steel. Yes. yes. Uh, this is not a nurse, but a... Oh, oh, she was good. She was All right. Good. That she was, was very good. Yeah. yeah. Good All job. Right, you guys. I didn't hear her word. I, it's not a what, but a... I didn't hear the first word. Oh no! All right. Well, well you got you got three. You got three. Good. You did a good job, Chris. Yeah, they absolutely. Did. You didn't the, get uh, Sin City, which I what? Who? What's that? <laughs> yeah, when she was trying to get you to think about murder Jessica or adultery, she, she was going for Sin, Sin City. Oh. You can't say Jessica. Alba. No, but she was saying what is it? Vegas. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> 
Why didn't I say thank you? Why didn't Look, you say thank you? Holy crap. Here's Maria, the other thing. so right. Here's the other thing that we don't tell people is that Allie doesn't look at the clues yeah, until the bell starts. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Yeah. So yeah. Now that's part of the fun. Yeah. So now, and so oh, Dave hasn't Karina, even looked at it Karina, that's such a good idea. All right, Karina, you hold on. We're going to go oh. to Henry in Almonte. Vegas. <laughs> Hi, Henry. Hey, good morning. Uh, Henry, you have a tough competitor on the other line. Three, I mean, you heard how tough it is sometimes to get three. So you got to beat that. that if you want to win these Comic-Con tickets. And you yeah, already are at right. a disadvantage because let's all look who your partner is, okay? Oh, we're going to be fine, Henry. <laughs> all right, any any questions, sir? No, that is all. I mean, I'm good. And all right. good luck. Yo. All right, uh, these haunt you. You see them in the dark. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're usually white with a sheet on. Pass. Okay. Um, not God, but... It, devil. Yep. Oh, devil? Yep. All right. Uh, this is a jungle cat. Uh, <laughs> right on. Um, let's see. All right. I'm just going to skip that one. And uh, these are sharp objects. It's like on a knife. Wolverine? Nope. Uh, uh, what, what's the sharp object on the knife or the sword? Oh, the blade. Yeah. All right. Um, now... All right, so that God, but this or if someone who does something crazy. If you're if you do something crazy, like like uh, oh, oh is it tie? It is yeah. a tie. Tie. Oh, oh, oh. oh Dave, Dave was, was good. Dave was, was good. looking yeah, for. Uh, he was trying to get to, to Daredevil is where he was trying to get with the opposite of uh, God and people who do things crazy. All right, so yeah. refresh my memory. It's been a while since we've had a tie and title fight. How do, what do we do next? Now we do it for time. There's one. There's one title that they have to get now. And okay. we do it for time. So Allie's so going to go again. Title fast. Okay. Allie's going to go with Karina may, again. May I suggest that I go first since they went first the first time? And then that way we put the pressure on them. I don't think that's how it works. Oh, no, I, I think that's how it should work. Uh, okay, we because... can discuss that in the meeting afterwards. All right, Karina. <laughs> Are you ready, Karina? Yes. All right, there's one more title. You have to get it and oh, we're going to count. So good, we're going to count how many seconds it takes you and then we're going to compare. You ready? Uh, yes. And go. You wear this on your wrist and it tells time. Uh, watch. Yes, and Watchmen. Yes. Oh, she's so Look good. Look at that. 6.5 <sighs> seconds. Okay, okay. That's that's impressive. Wow. Henry. That is impressive. Henry, <sighs> you just want to hang up or? <laughs> no. You want to give it a try? Oh, she's so good. She is so there's good. A, uh, there's a lot of girl power this morning, Henry. I don't know how you and Dave are going to combat that. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe it'll be one you guys our, will get. Our girl power will be just as strong. All right. Okay. Are you ready, Henry? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready, Dave? Yes, sir. Go. Ooh, okay. Uh, opposite of alive, and you go swimming in these things. Um, dead, Deadpool. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. About six point nine. No. Whoa. Yep. Six point yeah. nine. Oh. Oh. <laughs> these both people were good though. Karina, 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 oh. Karina you got the yes. tickets for Comic Con. Congratulations, lady. Thank you. Have so a, who are you giving them to? Because girls a, don't go. Have a great time. Shut Thanks for up, playing Dave. the game. Thanks for playing Kevin and Bean's title fight. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U Rock Q. We forgot to mention, by the way, that in less than 24 hours from right now, we'll have new music from Muse on the Kevin and Bean Show. How about that? Very excited. And I think the band is stopping by to deliver it personally. Correct. Which has been a, a, a great new trend with these singles from this forthcoming album, as they brought all of them to us. I know. I love it. 
So Muse joins us tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour here on K-Rock. You definitely don't want to miss the premiere of their brand new song. It is Wednesday morning now, 7.53. Allie, what's happening? Remember on Monday when I told you how Elon Musk just seems to be having some issues on Twitter? Sure. Just yeah. coming after some people. It all started when he was basically called out for the whole Thailand cave thing. He wanted to bring a submarine in and people were saying, calm down, Elon. He's like, no, they're asking me to do it. And then one of the guys that was involved with the rescue said that it was just a PR stunt. And he said to stick his submarine where it hurts. Why did people escalate that so fast? Well, and then, then it got real weird when Elon responded and called the man a pedo. So, claiming that he was a pedophile. Wow. Because, you know, he was in Thailand, which is where you go when you're a pedophile. It all got really weird, and yeah. people were coming down on him like, what are you doing? Stop it. And then he was doubling down with the, bet you a signed dollar that he is, and people are like, oh my God, stop. He deleted all those tweets, and the gentleman, um, Vernon Unsworth, said that he was really considering... Legal action, mm-hmm. defamation, right. not a good thing. Well, I woke up this morning to Elon Musk apologizes, blah, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, good. So I went to his Twitter page, couldn't find the apology. So I'm like, oh. where it? Weird. Oh, okay. You had to click on an article where a guy tweeted, finally, a thorough piece of reporting on the Elon Musk Thai submarine fiasco by a non-reporter. Journalism is dead, yada, yada. And then links this article to which Elon responded to. That's Mm -hmm. why it wasn't on his page like something he had tweeted. Right. He responded to this guy. And in typical Elon fashion, he's not a fan of journalists. Right. At all. Mm-hmm. So he said, as this well-written article suggests, my words were spoken in anger after Mr. Uns- Unsworth said several untruths and suggested I engage in a sexual act with the mini-sub, which had been built as an act of kindness and according to specifications from the dive team leader. That's tweet number one. Okay. The second tweet, which again, you have to find on his page. It's not an apology. It's a response to a guy that wrote an article. Okay. Nonetheless, his actions against me do not justify my actions against him. And for that, I apologize to Mr. Unsworth and to the companies I represent as leader. The fault is mine and mine alone. All right, Elon. Okay. Uh, also, your stock took a dump <laughs> on Monday. Uh, a pretty, a pretty sizable dump. But it's a, it's just all weird that he wouldn't come out and either make a statement on his Twitter page because that's where it all was. That whole thing you literally is have to navigate it and find it, right. and it's only in response to an article not written by what he would consider a journalist. So it must be an okay thing. <laughs> You guys, it's just, it's too much. Hmm. It's too much. Put the keyboard down, put your phone down, and mm-hmm. back away. Back away. You're Elon <laughs> Musk, for God's sakes. I mean, if you're running a large corporation or, say, a large country, you would, really shouldn't be picking fights on Twitter. <laughs> very, very good point. Bean, did you ever read any of the Anne Rice novel, novels, Vampire Chronicles? I did not. Really? Mm-mm. And as a New Orleans guy. I know. Her house is right around the corner yeah, from Yeah, all those stories are right in your backyard. I started all of them. She's interviewed with I did because I love vampires. That's her, yeah. right? Interview with a vampire. Yeah. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Love vampires. Hulu 
is now going to develop a TV series based on her novel collection, The Vampire Chronicles. There was word that they were going to do a small screen adaptation, and then Brian Fuller from Hannibal was involved, and I was like, yes, nothing could be better. Then he pulled out of it, but now Hulu is back in, and we're going to see some amazing vampire stuff. Love it. I'm into it. Can't wait. I love it. But this is going to be vampires without, like, the sparkles and the talking dog, right? <laughs> right. Right. We're, not, we're past are, that now, Yeah, right? <laughs> these are legit vampires. Okay, good. Yeah, this is, this is good stuff. Would she be interested in a subscription streaming service from Walmart? No! So far, I'm with the guy that just yelled. <laughs> because what? You yeah. mean music? Uh, no, to, to go against Netflix and Hulu and no. Amazon. Okay, well, no. they think that they could do a bargain price of $8 a month or less that would appeal to their massive customer base. And what are they going to have on it? That's a great question, um, because Netflix say that um, they're spending $8 billion of content in 2018. Obviously, Walmart has a ton of money. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're starting from scratch now. Netflix has built this up. Yeah. Everyone wants to be on Netflix. And then you want to be on Hulu or Amazon, right? I would think sure. so, yeah. You're not going to bring your show to Walmart and be like, you're the one. Isn't Walmart the company that sort of censors music and doesn't sell yeah. certain music and stuff like that? So, yeah. So, no. Yeah. Have problems with, you know, livable wages and whatnot. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. Okay. All right. Then, yeah. Hold on. Okay, good. All right. It's that's, not happening. I'm glad that's gone. Solved that. Let's talk about some birthdays. We've got Kristen Bell. We've got Chase Crawford. We've got MIA. Wendy Williams. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Pretty good. How about you? How you doing? I told you. Priyanka Chopra. Richard Branson. Saul Canelo Alvarez. He's the redhead, right? Ate some tainted meat. Wasn't that him? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Gave him, gave him steroids or something? <laughs> and tainted meat? Come on, dude. That's like a would or wouldn't, isn't it? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Bishop Briggs, Darren Malikian, and Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, uh, we've made a lot of mistakes uh, on this show over the years. Uh, really? I, I feel like we're about to make another one. <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> As we welcome into the studio, our producer, David King of Mexico, and his little sidekick, DJ Omar Khan. Hey, guys. Good morning, guys. What happened the other day, Kevin, in this meeting? Well, Dave brought up a great pitch. And, and, then, and then he got to the one about the paper airplane. And then I was all in, and then the room just turned hard. Uh-huh. So I'd like him to re-pitch it, and let's reconsider whatever. But I feel like we've already voted Man, hard. you voted. No. Right, but a little too quickly for my it taste. Was like, you wouldn't even consider it. It was a fast pass, though, was it, Allie? You were with me on that. Too fast, some like would say. Like, in the middle of him saying <laughs> it, was like, out. Well, maybe you guys didn't get the full information. Right, that's So what I, I just want to bring it up again and, okay. and get your take on it. Okay. All right. 
So, you know, I get these pitches from emails, and it opens up with, how far can you make a paper airplane fly? I'm in right away. Like, okay, yeah. You know that little uh, that little trash box, uh, trash can <laughs> uh, icon on your just Drag it on over. Yeah, you just, that's all you do. You're done with it. You move on with your day. No. But then you read the great detail. Yeah. So the pitch is for John Collins, who holds the world record and earned the nickname the Paper Airplane Guy after setting the record <laughs> in 2000. Wow. wow. Now, so, I, now the, I, I ask you, is there a better nickname? I feel like there could be. <laughs> I don't think so. I would have the, beat him to death with a paper the airplane. Paper airplane guy. What a terrible name. He has a book titled Paper Airplane. Yeah. All right. Well, now, he's very creative, in, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So he is about to attempt to break his own world record. At now, paper isn't that airplanes. At, with the paper airplane mm-hmm. and distance of paper airplanes, mm-hmm. the I think its current record is 207 feet. Well, he's not just throwing that like that seems distance. He's got to be throwing it no, off it, of something elevated. No, a cliff. It, no, it, that's what I, I'm saying. I, I saw the video, and it's in a hangar, a uh, 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 airplane hangar, mm-hmm. and he just throws Wait, it. Wait, so there's no wind? No, it's just in and a, it's just regular it's paper. Just regular paper. No, he tosses it, mm-hmm. and that thing flies. 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 I want to no. ask this question: uh, If he's uh, a, uh, if he's attempting to break his own world record, that means that in the entire world of seven billion people, there's nobody else attempting it because no one can do it. They, they're attempting it because he's the only one in the world who cares. They just can't do it. Look, I think I'm voting yes for the same reason you're voting no, which is this is incredibly stupid. Okay, and I love it. All right, he's this- the paper airplane guy. Right. He wrote a book what? called Paper Airplane. <laughs> right, that's Let my ask- point. What? Let me ask you this. Let me ask- before you go on, Dave. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Yes. You're a great interviewer. We all know that. Sure. <laughs> what would you say to him beyond so you make paper airplanes, huh? What What's left after that? Tell us about other paper airplanes all that right, you made. Well, here's here's a, here's a point that I think you'll be persuaded by. There you go. We can go behind the scenes of the fascinating world of paper airplane competitions. Now that that's got what me. I'm up. Because yeah. there's, there's, no behind up. The, there's no behind there's no behind the scenes. You take a piece of paper and you bend it and you throw Bean it. But that's no it. But Bean, let me ask you a question. Are you surprised that there's a competition? That there's <laughs> there's probably rules and judges and all that nonsense for yeah. paper airplanes. I'm not surprised because there's air guitar contests. Right. I mean, there's a world champion in yeah, that. Yeah, there's that so pony riding contest without the stick ponies. It is ponies. the air guitar champion, too. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least the air guitar champion involves music. And no, it, could be, no, it, it doesn't. nothing. It, it could be funny to look at, though. The airplane right. guy, there's nothing interesting about watching Dude, are you kidding? You know how much skill it takes to make a decent <laughs> airplane? Oh, you made one. That's oh, yeah. very well, nice, I Omar. have three different ones here. <gasps> okay. Oh. This one is usually for distance. Mm-hmm. This it's one, one. is kind of like designed if you are from, like, say, a stadium. Uh-huh. This will kind of, like, float down okay, and catch like the that. wind, and it'll go for, like, distance Oh, there. wow. All right. You know how much this I is hate... kind of like a basic one. Yeah. Yeah. You know? you know how much I hate beach balls at baseball games and the yeah. wave and all that? When someone does a paper airplane from the top of the top deck, I watch that thing yes, all the way until it, it lands. Yes, because you root for it to get to the field. Yes. Because nothing's happening on the baseball field. So you're going, <laughs> come on, paper no, airplane. No, but if it doesn't, then we boo the guy who made the paper airplane. 
Ah. Yeah. yeah. In, in junior high, I went through a stage where I was obsessed with pe- making pepper airplanes. Mm-hmm. And I was the guy in the back of the classroom throwing them at teachers. <laughs> and the teachers, they would never know, like, where, where they were coming Please, from. Please, they all knew. No, 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 no. Come on. Dude, dude all the Is people were in just, your class? They were just yeah, laughing of their ass off. And, right, yeah. but then you realized that girls had boobs. And then you stopped <laughs> playing with paper airplanes. Oh, I, why do you hate Joy? I hope. But, Allie, don't you want to know how John makes the planes that he uses to break the records? Don't no. you want to know that Mm-mm. skill, that no. craft? I want to know the last time that John knew the love of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> He'll let you know. Yeah. Um, I think I appreciate the effort. But, and I, but still, before you I, say no, okay. Omar believes that he can beat the 207 feet. Oh, I could serve everyone. What do you think about <laughs> that? that? Boom! Right over that speaker. What if Omar <laughs> went down as the record holder for the greatest paper airplane? Now does that change things? All right. right? Um, I'm listening. I, right? Okay. okay. Right? You got my okay. attention. But All right. What, what makes you think, Omar, have you ever thrown an airplane even close to 200 feet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> could you start training now? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. If he trained, yeah. uh-huh. could we have this guy in? The paper airplane guy. Was that his nickname? <laughs> yes. yes. The paper airplane guy. That was, that was his nickname. the dumbest nickname, and that is it. What's his look, book, though? His book's got to catch up. Paper airplane. Right, okay. I, yeah. Look, look. I, and then we get MIA to come out and perform while they, while they throw. It's birthday um, today. I, uh, look, I don't mind taking down this paper airplane guy. I don't mind Omar oh. being the new record holder. I don't okay, mind that so, at all. That's our goal. So you're saying your vote is contingent on Omar being able to beat 207 feet. Yes. So now it's in the balls in Omar's court. Exactly. Mm. That's okay. what I've said. Right? I say it's on. All right. It's <laughs> on. Get back it's to us, son. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, DJ Omar Khan. Good morning. Welcome back, sir. We uh, were catching up earlier in the week on uh, our various vacations. We hadn't gotten to you yet, and uh, we were very fascinated to hear how your time off went, because before we broke, you said, hey, I'm taking the kids camping for mm-hmm. the first time ever, and I'm not sure what to expect. That's right. We went to Yosemite, and um, let me tell you something about Mother Nature. She's a bitch. Wow. <laughs> that is bold. Listen. Oh, no, Mother Nature, mm-hmm. everything about Mother Nature wants to just kill you. Yeah. She oh, just, was this she's just super hot time? Oh, yeah. That you were up to, oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe and Mother Nature just hates you more than most. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So we drive up there and we get there around 4 a.m. because uh, the camp that we want to get doesn't hold reservations. Mm-hmm. So it's first come, first serve. Okay. So you have to line up for it. Right. You okay. have to line up for it. And I'm going with supposedly experts. You told that, us before you right. went they were expert campers. That's what they told me. Okay. Oh, turns no. out no. Turns out they're a bunch of dumbasses. Okay, great. Okay, so we get there at 4 a.m. and it's it's I can't, I've never been in a place where it's so pitch black dark mm-hmm. if you don't have any light. Right. You turn the car lights off, you can't see mm-hmm. five feet in front of you. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we get there at 4 a.m. It's oh, pitch well, that's black what dark. Mo- most of this country used to be like it does. I- I'm a city boy, Bean. This is okay. my first time camping. I do not get it. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So first of all, you don't know it's going to be dark. Go ahead. Yes. So... I get out there. Well, because I'm a city guy. In the city, sure. it's never really that dark, right? right? Sure. So, uh, 
four car four carloads of people with a bunch of food in it okay they have bear lockers there what you're not supposed to do is have food in your car because bears will come to your car right. for food now let me just stop you there yeah. i feel like that message was conveyed to you on this program right. before you left no, no, no. Didn't we talk about that? No, we didn't talk about that. And also, when you were a little kid watching the watching Yogi Bear, that should have been transmitted to you as <laughs> it's well. It's a cartoon. I mean, he was yeah, having but... a picnic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, so, so they have bear lockers where you're supposed to store food, right? So. All of us get out. We're going to stretch our legs. It's pitch black dark. You know, we have one of the one of the cars light, lights on, and we see this black shadow of a monster hop <laughs> on a car. <laughs> on okay? top of a car. On top of a car right oh, next to us. No. And we're like, what? And we all get on our cars, and we're all just scared assless. Right. We're like, well, what the heck's going on? It's a raccoon. Okay. okay. At, least, raccoon. at least your kids weren't there. And my kids were asleep. Oh, okay. They were asleep. <laughs> they were asleep. They were asleep. And okay, so the, so we're all you there. It's a monster. We're it's trying, a raccoon. Oh, it was it was it was a raccoon. However, this was raccoon was working out on steroids. <laughs> okay, I don't know what was going so, on with this it's raccoon. It's the Barry Bonds of raccoons. <laughs> absolutely, okay. absolutely, right. huge head. So. He kind of goes away, and everybody we're, we're, we're taking turns, kind of like sleeping with one eye open. Okay. okay. They open up the camp. We we get registered, and the first day we spend setting up. Everything's fine. Okay. Okay. We go to sleep. Everything's all good. The second day, I get bitten really quick with mosquitoes, any mm-hmm. kind of insect bite, to the point where it's really painful, and I'm not going to have a good time. So I bring a lot of bug spray with me. Okay. Right. So I cake myself on with this bug spray. The thing about camping is that you're going to a mountain just filled with dirt. Right. So there's huh? there's nothing but dirt out there. So right. Even if you take a shower, you step outside, you're dirt. Okay? Especially with um, bug spray. Bug spray. Yeah. So it's just sticky. So so, so, so you know those black lines you get, like you know, in the crevices. Uh huh. Instantly, I'm just black. Okay, okay? it's good. disgusting. So you're okay. having a great time. So no. Okay. Turns out not so much, but my kids are. Okay, good. So they they love it out there. You know, they're having a good day. And uh, the the people that supposedly are experts tell me, hey, we're going on this hike. I'm thinking, cool. I'm Mm-mm. I'm down. I'm you know no worries. You know. Never. And so on top of bug spray, I have to put the sunscreen on because it's a thousand degrees out. Sure. We go on this hike. Now I call this the hike of death. Okay. They always are. Omar. Okay. So, so I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old, and they're doing fine. Okay. However, like you just lose footing, you're dead because it's you're that on a cliff. Much of a cliff. Yes. What? It's a three-mile hike that took us about three hours to get to the first waterfall. Okay. okay. So we get there. It's fine, okay? My, my six-year-old, my four-year-old, they're fine. We have water. Now, you're miserable at this point, though. I'm miserable because <laughs> I'm, 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 like, trying not to let my daughter die the entire time. Right. And she's a kid. She doesn't get it. Right. Right? But there's people, like, going, I mean, the steps up this mountain were maybe three feet. And that's and it? There's, yeah. And there's people going up and down. So you're making way wow. and all that. So we get up there, waterfall, beautiful. It, it, was, it was amazing, actually. Head back to camp. It was amazing. So, yeah, we, we're not even going <laughs> to attempt the second one. We run out of water. 
Okay. Because these experts supposedly said that, hey, well, you only need that two-liter backpack, and you're good. They'll have uh, water fountains up there to fill. Turns out what they didn't have, water fountains to fill water. Water fountains? On a hike? What? On these national parks, yeah. Okay. They have water fountains right. in specific they areas. Okay. Yeah, because they, they, you could only plan so much and carry so much water with you. So okay. they have, okay. they have uh, uh, places where you could fill your water. And you guys found out exactly where those were? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're like, I'm not going to hike up there. That's crazy. My kids are small. Oh, you dumbasses. Let's climb down. The six-year-old is fine. Okay. The four-year-old, however... Is done? Was done. No, no. Okay, and I'm dickhead dad <laughs> who took my four-year-old on this stupid hike. And what do I have to do? Carry her back. Carry her. I carry her down <laughs> the freaking mountain three mm. miles. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, don't have kids. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think, think that's the point. point. Oh, oh, I don't think that's the point. So, after after hiking another two and a half miles down, we get to camp. We're like, okay, let's make some dinner. We make the dinner. We get the National, uh, not the National Guard, uh, the park ranger comes mm-hmm. in. And he's just like, hey, guys, um, you see all this food that's out, the coolers and stuff? You guys are doing it wrong. I don't know anything about camping. Right. I thought these guys would have my back. They're all like, yeah, all this food's going to attract bears, mm-hmm. okay? The bears will come. If you're going to eat, you need to pull out the locker, cook it. Put everything back right. like, instantly, okay? So I was like, okay. He's just like, all this bug spray you guys have out, anything with scent, deodorant, locker, okay? Okay. I'm thinking to myself, I'm caked in this stuff, yeah, right? bears dig it. Right. So we go and uh, we, we go shower in the river because that's the only place there's there's water. So you have biodegradable soap. You get, it, you, you get in there and, uh, you know, it's fine. So I come back, cake myself on with bug spray, and now it's campfire time. And marshmallows roasting with the kids, right? I'm on this little bench, and I hear a little rustling behind my back. I'm like, what the hell? Don't pay any attention to it. I'm a couple of beers in because, sure. I, because I'm trying to relax a little. I get it. Could I just suggest if you're camping and you hear a little noise behind you? Turn, yeah, maybe. Maybe have maybe, a glance. Maybe, exactly, right? <laughs> how, 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 okay. So, so I'm roasting their marshmallows, and then I hear a... And then the marshmallows are gone. What? Oh, no. Marshmallows are gone. Okay. So, so at this point, you have the fire. Everything you is start dark. Your kids. What do you do with the marshmallows? <laughs> no. And you have these little headlamps you have to wear. Okay. Because, okay. So I turn on my headlamp, and I'm like looking all over, looking all over, freaking that 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 roided out uh, raccoon that was there on the first the day. The roided raccoon had my marshmallows. Okay. Took your marshmallows right off the stick. Right off? No, no, not off the stick. Off oh, the bench. The off the bench. The whole bag. So I'm thinking he's punking. Not only me and my family, but everybody else, because yeah. those are all the marshmallows we have. Right. I'm like, I gotta go toe to toe with this raccoon. No, you again, didn't. I swear. <laughs> you don't God. have a, any other marshmallows. Listen, no, that was it. We okay. have one bag. Wow. So I was like, I gotta get those marshmallows back, right? This raccoon, by the way, is maybe five feet away from me. Just like stands up on mm-hmm. all two. Is like, what do you got? Chomping, uh, chomping on a marshmallow. <gasps> he's eating. He's taunting me. Yeah, he's he eating a marshmallow right in front of me, and he's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have these little forks where we have uh, uh, the the marshmallows on. Sure. So I have one with me, like kind of like fencing, right? So I'm like here, like fencing You're with the raccoon. raccoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm you, like, come on, come on. Did you think that that was going to scare him off? I did. Okay, that's dumb. Turns out. <laughs> Doesn't even flinch. Doesn't no. care. He's like, what you got? And he's just like mad-dogging me, mad-dogging me, mad-dogging me. He's like, what, then, just that stick? That's yeah. it? Yeah. And he takes the marshmallows and just 
just like kind of like strolls away, like mm. what you gonna do? What mm. you gonna do? And I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I got punked by the freaking raccoon. Yeah, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. and not only that. So okay, so that happens, and then so I'm like drinking a little bit more. And they're telling me to be telling Your me kids are drinking. No, no, they're, 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 they they go to bed. <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, my friends started telling me stories. Yeah, you know the bears. You know they come and sniff around your tents at night or whatever because we, we're humans. We still smell or whatever. And um, around four a.m. or three a.m., I got to pee. I got to pee real bad. Okay. okay? And um, I don't want to go pee because it's pitch black dark out there. Sure. And I don't want to run into a bear. So I end up falling asleep, having to really having to go bad, pee bad, mm-hmm. and the air mattress that I bought, I didn't read the instructions. And once you fill those air mattresses, like you have to keep filling them with air. Yeah, you have to top it off a bunch, a bunch. Yes, yeah. I did not know that. Or it goes flat, right? Yeah. So my side goes flat. My daughter's up there, and and um, I wake up having to go pee, and there I feel things on my face. What? There's things on my face. Yeah, nope. and I'm like, <laughs> no bean, and. There's a bunch of ants on my face. Right. Oh, my God. I see my kid, and I was like, I can't freak out. So I start slapping myself on my face. That but- would have been the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Okay. Her, your kids, <laughs> 10 years from now, are going to be going, this time we went camping, my yeah. dad started slapping so, his face. So I started slapping my face. But one of my arms went all, like, numb because my air mattress, like, fell down. So I was, like, sleeping on my arm, and I didn't know it because I had a pretty good buzz going. So I'm, like, hitting myself really hard on my you face. You have no control over it? No control over it, right? So I'm like freaking out, and I finally get up and I pee a little because I had to go pee oh, so bad. Oh, you peed on your kid? No, not on my kid, oh, just on me. Okay. That's the worst camping story <laughs> it ever. It was the worst, right? So, uh, yeah, so then, you know, after that, we went on a couple of other easy hikes. We mm-hmm. went up to Glacier Point, Half Dome Village. Half Dome Village, by the way, where there's like a bunch of like pizza and beer and stuff. Like, there's like a hotel there. Why and, you like, stay there? Like, because I'm a dumbass. That's why. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that was my camping experience. So, Raccoon 1, Omar right. 0. No, mm. Yeah, I, I totally lost. However, I will say, I loved it. What? I loved it. I loved it. Something, so, uh, unexpected conclusion. Yes. I loved it. I loved Something it. Something in you is broken. Listen, listen. <laughs> All that stuff happened to me. Uh-huh. But being out there, All right. it was a certain... Let me suggest, yeah. if you didn't have your kids with you, mm-hmm. and you didn't see the joy in their eyes, you would have hated that. Probably so. Yeah, hated probably it. so. It would have been the I, worst I thing you ever but, did. But I will say, there was, there was at one point, we were in this river, we had the backdrop of a waterfall. Right. There was a deer. Oh, and nice. it was And it was, it was like, you're not going to get this experience anywhere else in the world. Right. I felt that. And that was kind of... Like bizarre, like amazing. It was like amazing. Right, it was mind blowing. It was mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. So that was the only good thing that happened to me. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Hey guys, it's Beer Mug, and I'm outside the K Rock Studios right on Venice Boulevard, and I'm about to try out one of these bird scooters that everybody's been talking about. All right, good luck. All right. There's three of them laying on the sidewalk right here. All right, let me get this bad boy. Bird, 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 bird is the word. <laughs> oh. Ah, this thing has uh, some pretty good power. Look, Ma, no hands! Oh, yeah. Where are you walking at? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need a replacement for Mugs. 
Now, they're not going to charge on our credit card for that uh, bird scooter, oh, are they? Good question. Don't care. It's Rubens. Oh, sweet. <laughs> True. He got, he got the app. <laughs> hey, it's uh, 938. Uh, Ali is here with our final look at what's happening. You heard about the, the drama with Wiz Khalifa? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. So by here, the way, I like this new, some of this new album a lot. Do you? Yeah. you had a chance to listen to it? Well, I love Wiz anyway, but... Yeah, you do. Some really good stuff on it. So does a president, from what I heard. <laughs> it is a song called Hot Now, and some of the lyrics are getting him... Well, questionable, not only looks, but actual people being like, what's up, Wiz Khalifa? Here's some of the lyrics that people are a little upset about. Smoke got my eyes looking Korean. And I also say I smoke like a Jamaican. Wiz then explained in an interview, and I also say I live like a white man, so chill out. I'm not racist. I love all racists. Or I love, I love all races. Very That's different. A very different quote. That's very different. Sorry. I'm not a racist. I love all races. It sounds racist. And the interviewer said, do you feel the need to apologize to Koreans, especially in light of an article about the controversy in the Korea Times? And Khalifa said, no, I have Korean friends that are not offended. I don't know those people who are saying that. I don't need to explain anything. I love Koreans. Yeah, guys, you know what this is? This is racism. Yeah, I'm thinking if if there are actual Korean people and enough that are mad. No, there are absolutely Korean people. Is, I can verify oh, that. Oh, there are. What about Mayans? <laughs> I heard the other day a guy say there were no more Mayans. But if the Korea Times is writing an article, they're not making this up. So wouldn't you take into consideration people's oh, feelings? Here we go. Oh, no. It's out. Oh, I don't think we're rooting for. Race war's on, everybody. Cartman, it's, going no. it's going okay. down. It's going down. Race war. Okay. Look, here's the one thing I do know, uh, and you can I can I can understand arguing either side of what Wiz Khalifa said. I can understand where he's coming from, and I can understand why people are also upset. But if your defense is I have Korean friends, it's not going to work. That's what I'm saying. That <laughs> is the not total enough. I have black friends excuse. You yes. can't. It just it no. doesn't work. No. Because you can still be racist and have Korean friends. That's why that argument what? doesn't hold any water. Yes. No, it's true. I read that. Mm. It's very true. And he sad news. He's a racist. Oh, okay. <laughs> sad news for singer Michelle Williams, former Destiny's Child singer. She has checked herself into a mental health facility for depression. But I guess it's not that sad of news because she has been very outspoken about mental health. And she said, quote, for years I've dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help, support, and guidance from those that love and care for your well-being. And today I proudly, happily, and healthily stand here as someone who will continue to always lead by example. That's so um, that's good news absolutely. because she's seeking help and so she's not going to be taken from us. And anybody in the public eye that can take just chip, chip, chip away at that stigma and chip away at the stigma for African-Americans. It's very, very important. So I think she's doing real good stuff by being so forthcoming with this. I didn't know this, but she had said on the show The Talk, because I don't watch that. Right. Um, and I don't have to say I watch it because we are no longer owned by CBS. Correct. Unless Moonves' wife... But you watch The Chew. I love The Chew. <laughs> Which one's The Chew? I don't know. Oh, God. It's like the talk, but they talk about food. I don't but know. It's, it's ridiculous. Yes. But she had said on that um, show that she had really thought about suicide at the height wow. of Destiny's Child's fame. 
So she said, I didn't know until I was in my 30s what was going on. I just always thought it was growing pains. You can never tell from the outside. Never, ever, ever. Oof. And are you ready for a lesbian fat woman? You had me at lesbian. Sure. I knew I did. The CW is adding yet another superhero to their team. It's, of course, coming from executive producers Greg Berlanti and Carolyn Dries. It's in development for 2019. It's a lesbian fat woman. I know my taco's delicious. (laughs) No, again. Again. Let me ask you a strange question. I like Mm -hmm. everything the CW does pretty much. Mm -hmm. But why... Do they need to announce that it's a lesbian Batwoman? Why not just say it's Batwoman, uh-huh. and when she comes on the screen, she's lesbian, it's fine. I think we will get to that point, okay, but I don't think yet? we're there yet. Okay. And I think it's important to let people know that representation does matter. All right. And it's it's something for the LGBTQ. There's another letter. I forgot what the last one was. Uh, it's I, some, I think it's something to to get excited about, you know. Okay. Be like, all right, this is pretty damn cool. That. And for people that don't know about Batwoman, they could then just be like, hey, I'm going to learn everything I can about Batwoman. I don't know. <laughs> do people do that? They just go on a deep for the most dive? part. No. No. Okay. All right. What's the best tuna? No. Nope. <laughs> Bean. <laughs> Swear to God. The whole penis thing is kind of a problem for me because I don't like them. I mean, if we're honest. uh, Right. A lot of straight women aren't super into it. (laughs) It's just, it's ugly, you guys. I wish I were a lesbian. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Give a call now if you think penises are ugly. We'd be, we'd be here all day. <laughs> we got a plane nope. to catch. Nope. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Darren Malakian from System of a Down. Scars on Broadway. Bishop Briggs, who could she be more delightful? Oh, she was the best at Weenie Rush. Such a little love bug. She is. Canelo Alvarez. Richard Branson. Wendy Williams. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Priyanka <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka Chopra, MIA, Chase Crawford, Kristen Bell, Steve Forbes, and Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. A little slow. What's up? That's with... on me. All right. Yeah. That's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie. And your drive home today. Listen to a commercial free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers tomorrow morning. Vinny D. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot, Vin. Vin. Why is he yelling that? I don't know. I don't <laughs> yell, know. I am Groot. Well, well, he is great. I know, but what response yeah. is he expecting? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, Muggs is going to be at the ESPYs tonight. Oh, dear. So tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean show, we're going to be broadcasting from Comic-Con in San Diego. Mm-hmm. But we do have tape of Muggs at the ESPYs. Okay. We also have the band Muse mm-hmm. on the program at 7 a.m. tomorrow with some brand new music. They better bring in that goddamn little dog. Very oh, excited about right. that, right? Uh, Dr. Drew's on the program tomorrow, and uh, Bean makes us guess as well. Tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.